Once again, welcome this morning to another live session of our Porter's Gate live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. We are going to go straight, in, straight into prayer this morning. And we believe the Lord that he will grant us uh, utterance and direction. Uh, yes, we're going to pray. And uh, we're going to look into one or two things this morning that I felt will continue to allow us to pray in accordance to the mind of God for the days that we're living right we want to pray we want to seek the face of God we want to continue to stand on the wall and in the gap for the church thank you so much this morning for joining thank you thank you family for joining appreciate that God bless you God God will really reward your commitment and your desire I must say that you you have really challenged me you know with your consistency to watching and being part of this morning broadcast. I really do appreciate you for that. I believe that you are not just sowing a seed into your own personal life, but into your own, you know, uh, family, your, your, your children. And I believe that the Lord will continue to grant you the capacity to fulfill his purpose and his desire particularly in the day where, you know, young people are finding it very difficult, okay, to really follow the things of the Spirit. So thank you so much, Firma, for joining. I really appreciate this. All right, we're going to pray. But before we pray, let's look at our uh, uh, our scripture. We, we've got uh, um, our foundational scripture that we look into. Thank you, Sister Blanche, for also joining. Right. Thank God for the awakening in our lives, in our in our spirit and our soul. So we're going to be looking at Isaiah chapter 50 verse 4 again to 5. I'm going to be laying, you know, this uh, a foundation of scripture. Then we're going to look into some other things and uh, we're going to pray. Okay. Isaiah chapter 50 verse 40 says, For the sovereign Lord has given me an instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He awakens me morning by morning, awakens my ears to listen like one that is being taught. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears. You see the you see the progression. Right? I want you I want you to look at the progression of how God deals with us, of how God awakens us. Excuse me. <clears throat> Most time when we deal with the the things of the spirit, we 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 tend to forget all right the patterns that God wants to show us or that he's showing us in, in in being able to continue and being able to maintain that you know consistency and persistency all right in in that which we want to see manifest in our life or even through our life so uh this scripture kind of give us you know a key into our journey into the spirit into the things of the spirit and how god relates with us or what he wants to do in our life so that we can actually have that opens you know, open signal, if you will, to hear God, to, you know, to know his mind and to be able to connect with him in a way where we can understand, you know, his ways and his purpose for us. You know, like I shared some time ago, you know, my, my, my call into the prophetic actually began through, you know, the, 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 the space of prayer, the place of prayer. And, and I still believe that many that God is calling or that will be calling or that he will be calling in, in days to come. Maybe you listening to me, you're watching and you're wondering how, how do we understand this thing about the spirit? It all starts with prayer. If you can pray, then you can begin to understand all right, the, the dimensions of the spirit, the construct of the spirit, the, 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 the speakings of the 
the spirit and 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 the dynamics of the spirit i believe that prayer is one easy way because prayer is communication we're communicating to god the the, the difference between this communication and and that of and the one we understand is that this one, all right, is is a communication between, all right, between the natural realm, all right, to the spiritual realm. When I mean the natural realm, you are a spiritual being, but you live in a natural realm. <clears throat> Excuse me. You live in a natural realm, and this natural realm, or right, sometimes tend to influence on how we perceive and how we understand the things of the spirit. All right, uh, uh, and, and in fact, that is the main major challenge today because people cannot comprehend spiritual things or people cannot relate to spiritual things, so they tend to just discard it and just push it aside and don't give attention to it. But I tell you, we are constructed to be spiritual. We are constructed to be spiritual. And if we understand that aspect of our life, then we have really dealt with a major uh, uh, hindrance, okay, that can stop us from advancing and coming into the full reality of, of our identity, of who we are and what we've been assigned to do. Because we like it or not, everything that we see around us, the Bible says, that which is seen is created from that which are not seen. So, so the visible came from the invisible. So if we understand, <clears throat> excuse me, this reality, then it becomes easy for us, amen, to begin to press into the spirit, into the, into spiritual things. And that's why I kept, you know, drawing out principle. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, this is what happens when you wake up so, <laughs> so early in the morning and your throat gets you know cracky and crooky all right so 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 we're looking at this as you know as something that gives us if you will uh, uh, a key remember the bible talk about the keys of the kingdom the keys of the kingdom keys of the kingdom are access accessing point or that which gives us access into realms into realities all right in the kingdom but remember also sometimes i've said that the kingdom of god lives within christ the kingdom of god lives within christ the kingdom of god is not some space uh, you know some realm uh, you know some dimensions beyond christ or outside the realities of christ you know, uh, kingdoms kingdoms are ruled by kings, all right? And kings live within kingdom. But in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God, the kingdom actually lives within Christ. Because yesterday, one powerful weapon the enemy used, one powerful weapon the enemy used, amen, is division. Wherever divisions thrive, wherever division, amen, can, can thrive, okay? There will be strife, there will be, there will be you know, uh, 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 you know, backbiting, there will be, you know, hatred, there will be, in fact, every manner of evil will be present. Every manner of evil you will find wherever you find division. And division does not just start by a community. Division starts from within us. All right? If you are divided, the Bible says a double-minded person cannot receive anything from God. It means you're divided. All right? that, is the, that is a trademark of the enemy to divide. It divides and rule. That's why apartheid till today all right, is making impact in the lives of people. Because the plans of, the plans of apartheid, those who, 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 who put together you know, the, the, the system of apartheid was to divide the people all right until today we're seeing that impact there are still landmines of apartheid all around our lives all around our community you see people fighting here you see community fighting there you see all, all this thing that we're dealing with today in south africa basically are the 
aftermath of apartheid and the meaning of apartheid basically is divide divide the people divide them if you can if the enemy can get into our space into our life into our home all right to bring division my good god that's the end of that family it's just a matter of time before everything collapses so division is a very powerful thing that the enemy uses but guess what we know that the opposite of division is to put together is a community amen is 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 the is the power of community the power of coming together the power of putting things together i mean with just one your finger you there are things you can do but there are things that you will not be able to do with one finger but when you when you bring the entire fist together when you put the fivefold when you you know yesterday somebody you know just about about that's i think about 1 a.m if i'm not mistaken yeah i think it's just some minutes to 1 a.m a friend of mine I just saw his text and he sent me, he said, he sent, he sent me a, a you know, a, a message. He said, my friend, please send me your bank banking details. I want to sow 500 into your account. And I'm like, wow, you want to sow 500? This is a man of God that I know, you know, it's not like he's well to do financially. I know that, you know, God is helping him, but he's not a man that you can say he's, he's, he's very comfortable financially. No. And, and I immediately it did that. I sent my, my accounting details to him. And just while I was going to, to, to lie on the bed, and he just replied me and said, have a sweet night dream, my friend. And I replied, I said, same to you. But while I was lying on the, on the bed, the spirit of the Lord began to say to me, this is not just about somebody giving you money. Look at how much he gave to you, 500. What does 500 re- represent? What does, what does 500 signify? 500 signify grace. I said, wow, grace, grace. Lord, you're putting grace into my life. Immediately I understood. And God is using a man of God that I respect. I mean, he's, he's a man that is very graced. So I immediately I knew that this is not just money. This is not just 500 rand. This is money. Now I'm saying this because I'm alighting something that every aspect of our life, all right, it's prophetic. There's something God, that God is doing. There's something that God is saying. And if we are blind or we don't have an understanding, all right, we will miss out of what God is saying now. Why did I bring this into the context of what I'm saying? Because we're talking about, you know, God building something and the enemy, all right, coming through the power, through the spirit of division, all right? Now, this man, all right, sold this. In fact, he said, I'm sowing this man into your life. He didn't say into ministry, he said into your life. So I'm seeing this and I'm saying, now, what is, what, what is God doing or what is this man doing, you know, all right? What is God trying to say to me through this this prophetic activity, you see, because certain things that happen to us, you know, some, sometimes we think we're just blessing somebody, all right? We don't know that we are actually being activated prophetically. We don't know that, okay, okay? There is nothing that happened to us by chance. There's nothing that we do, all right, that is just by chance, okay? It is prophetic. Now, the fact that we may not term it or call it prophetic doesn't mean that, you see, prophetic is that which carries signification, Prophetic is that which carries signification before God. Now, I don't know why I'm speaking along this line, but somebody certainly needs to hear what we're talking about this morning. All right? Because, you see, we're in a day, we're in a time where God is building us and God is preparing us for the new thing. God is preparing us for the next order. God is preparing us for the new day. God is preparing us to enter into this third dimension, into this third day, if you will, into this new reality. We're coming into a different order of priesthood. But, you see, if we don't understand what the spirit of the lord amen has been prepping us preparing us and training us to come into if we step into this new day that god is bringing us into we will have issues because we will not know how to relate we don't know how to communicate and you know what i'm thinking about what this man has done and i've said to myself wait a minute 
but there are men of God that I have actually imparted their life. There are people that have have imparted their life. They've not, and I know that they are more, you know, financially. Okay, then this man, they've not for one day even said, okay, let me bless this man of God. Let me sow this seed into this man of God, you know. And I'm saying to myself, this man is tapping into something. He's seeing something that others are not seeing. And, you know, and immediately that, listen to this, immediately that increase, that increase my condition of honor, my position of honor for this man's life. Now, now I see that as something that is very powerful, and there will be there will be somehow you know uh, uh, prophetic actions that will be coming into in this new day. There will be certain things God will be walking in quotes. <laughs> God will be walking in quotes, and we have to be alive. We have to be prepared. We have to understand the timing and the seasons of God. You see, we're talking about prayer, but the Lord is emphasizing something. You see, that's why we say the things of the Spirit are very dynamic. You you cannot just you know. Uh, 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 limit when we say prayer you see when we say come let us pray a lot of people will think okay we're just gonna start praying there are not there you see the the things of the spirit cannot be explained because the moment you say come we want to pray and and uh, it means you are, you have allowed yourself amen you you've allowed yourself to be vulnerable if you will <laughs> to you know to to, to 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 spiritual prompting to spiritual direction to spiritual you know injunctions and, and injections that they pump certain things they release certain things they they, they they imprint certain things into your life okay because you know the, the the realm of prayer is the realm of god hallelujah the realm of prayer is the realm of god is a realm of divine, you know, connectivity. Is a is a realm, amen. Of divine prompting. Is a realm of divine, you know, awareness. Is a is a is a realm of divine construction. Is a realm of divine upgrade. The realm of God, amen, is a realm of prayer, and the realm of prayer is a realm of God. And when you step into the realm of God, it's no longer about you. You just need to soar, amen. You just need to open your wings like an eagle and begin to soar, because that's what the Spirit of God does, amen. It just takes you from one realm to another. It bring sudden things you see when i'm praying what god does is start highlighting things you see, I love my prayer. I love my prayer time because when you start praying, and then like, like I said earlier, prayer is communicating to God. God, you're communicating to God, and He's communicating back to you, and He's sharing certain things to you, He's dropping certain things in your spirit, and He's saying, "This is what I wanted to do about this thing." That's what you see in the place of prayer. God will show you things. He will tell you things. He will reveal things to you. He will show you the heart of people. He will tell you, "Amen." What is about to happen? Yes, that's what this, that's what prayer does, and I'm going to show you soon. In the scripture because this is where i really want you know us to focus on this morning as i you know we're not going to take a lot of time this morning but i want to show you this uh, this powerful principle all right and and I, I pray and i hope that it will lead you further amen into your prayer life because one of the things that i want us to do as I begin to, you know, close up this concept of, you know, praying for the nation and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, let, let's just leave it from that. Let's just leave it on that perspective, praying for the nation. I want to broaden, you know, this morning devotion thing that we're doing. I believe the Lord that he will give me the grace and the capacity because I believe that if we can, if we can, if we can upgrade our spiritual state, our spiritual awareness, our spiritual understanding, all right, in the place of prayer, we can begin to fast track certain things that we want to see happen. 
happen, not just in our own personal life, but in our society. All right, we don't want to pray and pray from that tidy fold level, we don't want to pray and pray from that childish like position. We really want to upgrade our prophetic capacity so that our prayer, amen, can really make impact in the spirit realm. Remember, was it yesterday or a day before yesterday? I was saying that, all right, the Bible says God has blessed us with heaven with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. <laughs> Why will God leave the blessing in heavenly places? Because he wants to he wants to train us amen to engage in spiritual things. God wants to en- God wants to train us how to engage in spiritual things. When things are left in heavenly places, guess where the principalities are? In heavenly places. So God is saying something to us that all right, don't leave the heavenly realm, amen, for the enemy. I've blessed you, but I've placed it in heavenly places. So you have to come there because I've given you dominion. I've given you power. God didn't just give us dominion here on earth. Guess what? He gave us dominion even in heaven because guess what? We are in Christ. And the Bible says Christ is the head of all principalities and power. So if we're in Christ and we move in him, amen, and we operate in him, we have dominion, we have authority, we have a voice even in the heavenly realms. We are people, amen, that are born by the Spirit. The Bible says that which is born of the Spirit overcomes the world, amen. And that which is born of the Spirit is like the wind, amen. The wind speaks of, you know, the, 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 the powers of the air, the Spirit of the air. We cannot be limited just to Etram. If we want to change Etram, if we want to change the Etram, we have to influence and impact the heavenly realm. Come on. If we want to change the Etram, if you want to change your space, listen to this, if you want to change your your space, your space. You've got to change your space. The space, the realm, the 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 the, the, the you know the cos the cos the cosmetics. And excuse me, the, the you know the the, the the cosmos, the cosmos over your life. Amen. Impact. Amen. The the, the, the space that you live in. All right. Whatever happens where you dwell. All right. The, the the powers of the air, the forces of darkness. Amen. The principality that governs. Amen. Your 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 realm. Amen. Defines. Amen. How people buy and sell, how people live, how people, you know, enjoy, amen, you know, the things of God, how people relate, amen, in the natural realm. The reality is the realm of the spirit impact and influence the natural realm. There is nothing natural in the natural realm, amen. It is controlled, amen, by principality. It is controlled by powers. They are controlled by forces that we can see with our natural eyes. That's why the Bible says we need to come to the pool of Salom, our eyes must be washed they must give us a new spectacle all right so that we can see when i remove my spectacle all right i can see but i can't see clearly all right especially if that thing now the, the one thing with me is if it's a bit far i can see but if it's too close i can't see so i need this to be able to magnify all right to magnify what i'm seeing so we need to also go to god to get some kind of a spectacle to be able to see that which looks fuzzled that which looks unclear so that we can see things and that's what the prophetic does it magnifies things you know things that we we just take you know inconsequential things that we don't think are important bring it to the platform of the prophetic mm, they expand it for you they expand that thing for you. They they, they 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 blow up that image for you. Suddenly you begin to have clear insight into that thing. Nothing happens in the prophetic by chance. Nothing happens, amen, in the world of intercession, amen, by by by, by chance, amen. Because you see, you can't talk about the prophetic, you can't talk about intercession without connecting it to the prophetic. You can't talk about prayer, hallelujah, without connecting it to the heart of God. The heart of God connects to the mind of the Father, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. When you begin to talk about the ministry of the Holy Spirit, you're talking about the prophetic. You say, when he, the spirit of truth, comes, amen, he will, he will show you 
you all things. He will lead you into all truth. That is the heart of the prophetic. Amen. That the Holy Spirit is taking of Christ and is revealing it to you. Amen. And is leading you. Hallelujah. Is taking you. He's bringing you into realms, into dimensions. Hallelujah. Beyond your normal capacity. That is the realm that we are coming into. So I'm excited about the days that we are living in. And we've got to understand that in this new day, in this new season, heaven is taking us to places that we've never been before. Heaven wants to bring us into realms, hallelujah, that we have never imagined. That's why, excuse me, that's why before God birthed the church, amen, on that day, amen, in Jerusalem, the Bible says 120 people, they were in a place called the upper room, the elevated realm. And I sense in my spirit that this is what the Lord is doing in this new day, that something is about to happen in our land, something is about to happen in our nation, something is about to happen in our homes, in our family, in our business, in our career. But guess what? God is beginning to gather his own in a place called the upper room, the elevated place, the elevated realm. God is taking out taking us out of the ordinary god is bringing us out of the religious system of the day god is separating his own hallelujah as the shofar as the trumpet is being blown all around god is saying gather to me my own and bring them to the place called the upper room it's not a lower room no you've got to bring them to the third them to the third realm to the to the place where i can begin to speak heart to heart with them and the bible says that they came to that upper room and that is in fact that is where i want to close this morning as I begin to round up, remember we started from Isaiah chapter 50. He awakens me, amen. He awakens my ears. The sovereign Lord, amen, has awakened me and he's given me, amen, an instructed tongue to know the words, to know the words, amen. The present word, to know the word, to speak to the weary in season. This is the present word. If you, if you ever ask me, is there a word coming from the throne of God? You are hearing it right now. This is a word that is coming from the presence of God. This is a word that is coming from the throne of God because whatever God speaks to you, Will, will steer your spirit into 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 pressing into into some realms into some dimension amen beyond where you are before whenever god speaks to you it shifts you from where you are to the next place you ought to be in him whenever you hear the word of god god takes you from where you are to the next realm amen because the word of god is what propels us into the next day, the, the next realm, the next reality, the next dimension, the next pos- position of focus. The word of God, hallelujah, grows in us. Remember, we live in a kingdom that is ever increasing. Katayada. We live in a kingdom that is ever increasing. Amen. What you know about the kingdom yesterday, amen, is of a lower dimension. You need to come into a new reality, into a new realm, into a new position to see God, amen, see his way and see the dimensions of the expansions of his mind of his heart of his intentions in your life and for your life the kingdom of god hallelujah is forever increasing the kingdom of god is forever expanding the kingdom of god is forever multiplying that's why the bible says of the increase of his kingdom there shall be no end if the world system would think they will ever be able to stop the church or stop the advancements of the kingdom if they've got something else coming for them if the world system <laughs> if political structures you know and the globalist movement and all this religious God knows what think they will be able to 
attack the church. If they think the church is what they see out there, they got something else coming for them. This thing that we belong into, brethren, it, it cannot be killed. It cannot be stopped. What we need to do is to constantly, continually offer, hallelujah, our life to him as a living sacrifice. Listen to this. Our life is the sacrifice and our life is the burnt offering. Our life is the wood. Our life is what makes the fire of the spirit to continue to burn. He said, tell the priest, hallelujah, that fire must not go off on the altar. There must be fire day and night burning. Hallelujah. We are that fire. We are the wood and we are the sacrifice. So we've got to understand we are the living amen, sacrifice that is being offered to God. We are the incense. We are the offering and we are the hallelujah. That's smelling our aroma rising up to God. We've got to understand that prayer, amen, does something within the spiritual atmosphere that changes the cosmos, that changes mentality, that, 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 that destroy, that, you know, that, 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 that frustrate the works of the powers of darkness in the heavenly realm. So that, listen to this, when we want peace in the earth, we've got a war in the realm of the spirit. If we want peace in our community, we want peace in our home, in our family, stop looking at, you know, the things that you see in the natural. You've got to take the battle to the spiritual realm. You've got to engage, hallelujah, because that is where God, amen, lives and that is where the power and the forces of the enemy, amen, plan their activity and enforce, amen, their, their you know, their, 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 their desire over, over human realm. So we want, we want, we want to come to that place, amen, of unity, we want to come to that place of love. But like I said, from, you know, from beginning, I mean, for those who have not been listening to me from the beginning. We've been dealing with the issue of division and unity. God is a builder. Everything God does, amen, is to bring unity. The power, the ministry of redemption is to bring the world, the world into oneness, into unity, into newness. We're coming into a day of un- union and, and newness. The Bible says, behold and make all things new. Behold, I'm making all things new. God is making everything new in our life, but we know the plans of the enemy, amen, is to shatter, is to broken, is to destroyed. The Bible says, for the enemy has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. There are several things the enemy has still. There are several things the enemy has stolen in our, in our lives, in our community, in our family, in our home, in our nation that we've got to take back. You know, somebody was saying something yesterday. And I was saying to myself, this thing sounds nice, but you're not speaking from the position of truth. Because you see, when we speak from the position of truth, we speak from a position of understanding. And understanding is what allows us, amen, to express wisdom. If you don't have clear understanding, what you'll be saying may sound, there are a lot of things that people say, you know, on, on, on social media. It sounds nice. They sound nice, but they are not practical. They are not practical because they are not established in truth. They are not established in truth. So we've got to understand that if we want, if we want our nation to prosper, first of all, we've got to humble ourselves. All right, we've, you see, because pride will rob us of the things that God wants to do in our life and through us. Pride will block our sight from seeing the things that the Spirit of the Lord is highlighting. There are things right now that God is highlighting. God is pointing at, you know, over our lives, over our family, over. Our home over our government heaven is highlighting them but because we have we have benchmark what we define to be truth concerning you know governance concerning social reform reforms concerning social development we've we've blocked our understanding we've put certain benchmark we've put certain limitation so when we when we hear something that sounds different that sounds a bit you know different from what we know the what we do is we react we fight it come on but if we begin to embrace humility we say we truly want to learn we want to know what is going on because that's why we go to 
I mean, if you're sick, you go to the hospital. You don't tell the doctor how to, how to treat, you know, how, how he should treat you. you. You just tell the doctor, look, I'm sick. And the doctor begins to point at things. He say, okay, touch here. Or he's touching there. And he say, how do you feel? And then you begin to explain. All right. And then the doctor begins to tell you prescription. He begins to tell you what is going on. That's what we do when we want to be healed. We don't go to, go to the doctor, go to the physician and tell him how we want him amen, to, 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 to minister his, his medication to us. We don't tell him, amen, how things should be wrong. No, we surrender ourselves. We yield ourselves. We become vulnerable to him. Hallelujah to her. We've got to understand that this is the day where we, where we need to come to God and yield ourselves and be vulnerable to, you know, to, you know, to the speakings of God. Let God expose whatever he needs to expose. Let God deal with whatever he needs to deal with. Let God touch whatever he needs to touch. Let's stop hiding behind, you know, sudden, you know, uh, 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 things. Let's stop hiding behind, you know, incomplete truth. It, it, it only defy, it defies our, you know, our day of redemption. We've got to come naked. Adam, where are you? Here am I. I'm naked. Unashamed. Help me, Lord. I need you. That's how we must come. That is the attitude we've got to deal with. Amen. We've got to deal with attitudes that are not allowing us, amen, to be open to God, to be open to truth, and to be open to the ministry that is given to us. If we don't open ourselves, we will receive certain things, but certain things we're going to reject and say, well, this, I don't want that one. No, don't, don't talk to me about that. Like I put on my my post this morning, 98% of the present de- definition of church will never allow, will never accept, amen, the true meaning of the prophetic. In fact, they will not allow the ministry of the prophetic to function within their midst. They will not allow it because how we have constructed our life, our ministry, <clears throat> how we have defined success in ministry, how we have looked into the word of God, our theology about, about God, about truth, about, you know, what God is doing in our nation is completely different from what God is saying. And therefore, when a prophet comes and begin to highlight certain things and begin to deal with certain things, the next thing we do, we take a stone and start, tr- oh, no, 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 this one has come to, you know, divide us. This one has come to stand against us. This one is not of God. This is a fake prophet. You better know the difference between a fake prophet and a true prophet because when a true prophet comes, he will shake you. He will, he will highlight the things you don't want to highlight. He will bring out, amen, the weakness that you don't want to deal with, amen. Not, not, I mean, with, with his love and compassion, he will still open the heart of God to you is left for you to make a choice and that's my position my, my, my calling is to expose what needs to be exposed not exposing people as in personality I have no issue with personality but I have an issue with their system I have an issue with their operating system and that is what we deal with we want to deal with the operating system All right, I don't have a problem God loves the sinner but God hates his sin Amen. and God will continue to deal with the sinner man and deal with his sin it's for us to make a choice it's for us to to decide amen we cannot have a nation that is you know uh, um you know romancing certain ideologies that are that are anti-christ that are anti-god and then we keep quiet and we say well let's not talk about that we've got to talk about it or oh, perhaps somebody is gonna listen perhaps somebody is gonna at least hear the voice of god and move is that not the reason why we're called to go preach to the to the nation is a go into the world amen and make disciples of all nations our duty amen is to continue to elevate truth elevate truth our duty is to continue to highlight truth so that amen people who love that truth who hear what you're hearing can then come up to that truth can then come up to that realm amen don't 
give people something that they are comfortable with. Come on. I know I'm speaking to somebody now. Don't give people what they are comfortable with. Don't give the society what they love. Give them what they need. Because when you give them what they need, then, they, then you've given them a position of choice. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. We have to continue to highlight truth. Amen. We have to continue to deal with amen, policies and ungodly laws. Amen. That allow people, amen, to rape our children. Amen. To abuse our wives, to abuse our in our homes, to abuse our family, to abuse, amen, even our dignity and our, you know, our, our rights, even as believers, as Christians. We've got to constantly, continually highlight those things and we do them through the word of God. The word of God is enough for us. We've got enough principle in the word of God that defines who we are, amen, that defines our faith, that defines our identity, either as Christians, amen, either, hallelujah, as, you know, as, as, you know, as a citizen of a nation. We've got to constantly, continually pray about these things and allow God to give us, amen, more insight. And therefore, I'm going to quickly round up with the scripture. The enemy rules by divide. He rules by division. If he can divide us, then he can divide us. Then he can destroy us. Powerful principle, like I shared uh, this morning, I was, you know, talking about this morning. When the Bible says, uh, Acts chapter 2 verse 1, when the day of Pentecost came, it came. When the day of Pentecost came. Please, please, let's get this off our brain. Let's get this off our brain. There is no aspect of the word of God that is not relevant to us. Somebody say, well, Pentecost is past. Pentecost might have passed in terms of the ceremony, uh, the, the, the ceremonial aspect of Pentecost. But guess what? Daily we should be experiencing Pentecost because it's about the coming of God and it's about the principle of how God invade our spirit, how God comes into our life, how we inv- invite Christ. Amen. There's nothing different between the concept of Pentecost and how Christ came into the home amen, of, of Mary and Martha. There's no difference. This principle is showing us, telling us how Christ can come into our space, into our life, into our nation. This is Jerusalem here. God wants to do something in Jerusalem, but it, the process began, hallelujah, before Pentecost, amen, climax in Pentecost, until one man by the name Peter, who used to be afraid, amen, got up and began to make a proclamation. This is that that has been prophesied by Prophet Joel. That in the last day, I will pour out my spirit. Brother, we've got to understand. Let's, let's not allow religious spirit to block us or hinder us and stop us amen, from that which the spirit of God is doing in this new day. These are days where we are taking principles. where We are finding hallelujah, patterns. where We are looking for plugins. We are looking for systems in the word of God. We are looking for technologies in the word of God on how to step into the new day. On how to move into the new reality of God for our life. The Bible says when the day of Pentecost comes. The word Pentecost means. 50 completeness hallelujah readiness grace amen the birth of the ministry of god when the day of pentecost come talking about pentecost next month i'm gonna be 50 (laughs) i'm gonna be 50 and i've been thinking lord what would you have me do you know when i clock this 
you know, this, this, this milestone of my life, what would you have me do? And I'm beginning to hear certain things in my spirit. I say, okay, Lord, yes, we're going to talk about those things. You know, when I, when I hit 50, I want to begin to deal with certain things, all right? Because, you see, I'm called to this nation, and I, I want to celebrate my, my, my 50th birthday, you know, I, you know in, in dealing with issues that, that is still, you know, prevalent, that is still holding people back. One of, the, one of those things, I, the issues of relationship, marriage, all right? I, I want to begin to deal with the issues of marriage. Marriage has destroyed so many lives, so many, you know, homes, you know, crippled so many vision, all right, you know, imprisoned so many, all right, that, that, that ought to be out there doing the work of God. Look at what marriage has done. It's, 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 it's perplexed and, and neutralized, amen, people that ought to be advancing in the work of God because we do not do marriage based on the values of God, based on the principles of God. Just this morning, the Lord was highlighting something in my spirit. As a woman, if you want to marry, don't just marry the man. You've got to marry his vision first. You've got to marry his vision. If he has no vision, don't marry him because a man without a vision after marriage will be looking for something that will fulfill his life. All right? You think you think you think a man is just looking for a woman? No. When a man sees a woman, a man sees and help meet because that's how that person has been constructed. I'm not doing that this morning. I'm just giving you some highlights right, of some of the things that we're going to be dealing with. Because, you see, I want to deal with the things that is stopping this nation from coming into our destiny. And I know that one of the major principality right, in South Africa today is the spirit of divorce. The spirit, why will people, you know, you know, you know, accept divorce for the place of, of oneness and unity. We've got to deal with this thing. Let's let's not continue to hide behind just preaching the word of God, but we're not dealing with issues. We want to deal with issues. We want to deal with the issues of marriage. We want to deal with why, you know, young girls all right, are, being, are, being, are being given to prostitution and why they love sex. We want to deal with those things. We want to deal with those things. Why is it that our young girls love sex? Why is it that, you know, they say 70% of teenagers in South Africa are have children, people that even don't, don't even know the difference. They don't know the difference between, you know, being a father or mother. I mean, why would they have children? We want to deal with those things. We want to deal with issues, issues that government, all right, don't have answer for. We want to be able to deal with those things. So I'm going to be looking at some of those things by the grace of God and look at principles and patterns in the word of God. Like I said earlier, all right, we, if, if we don't have men who have vision, then you have, in fact, you've, you've not really married because when you, as a woman, when you're marrying a man, you're marrying the person's vision. If he cannot articulate his vision and if he does articulate his vision and you don't understand it, make sure you understand that vision before you go into marriage because I tell you, it is that vision that will be keeping the man, that will be sustaining the man, and that will be sustaining everything he defines to be love and marriage to you. If you remove him from that vision or you marry him and you try to destroy his vision, guess what? His life is going be a misery. His life is going to be a nightmare to you. That's just the fact. That is just the reality. So we've got to look at all these things. You've got to understand how God wired the man. How God wired the woman. How God wired a teenager. A teenager all right, grows up and his hormones are all over the place. So how do you cope that? How do you manage that? All right? Because that is how God designed us. We've got to understand the various stages of our life so that amen, we don't allow the enemy to pump, 
bump into our life, take advantage of what God designed to be for our development, to be for our own productivity, our own goodness, amen, and take advantage of those things. So we've got to have understanding in these areas. Come on, let's not pretend as if these things are not real. These are battles that we are fighting, amen, that we're not talking about, that we're not dealing with because nobody wants to talk about them. <laughs> nobody wants to talk about them. But somehow God is beginning to give, you know, give me the grace. I remember early this year, the Lord said, I wanted to deal with the issues of relationship. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. But somehow I just pushed aside. But the Lord brought it back again. I said, okay, Father, I'll deal with it. Okay, we'll deal with it. But these are concepts here. I want us to look at this. I'm rounding up this morning with this. The Bible says, when the day of Pentecost came, so we've got to understand what Pentecost means. And it came. It came. All right? It means that he's been journeying. He's been coming. It, it, it came to fullness. When the day of Pentecost came, the Bible says, suddenly a sound. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. When the day of Pentecost came, the Bible says they were all together in one place. They were all together in one place. All together in one place. This is what we're going to be looking at. And to me, this is so relevant to prayer. They were all together in one place. You see, they were all together in one place. We can be together, but we may not be in one place. To be in one place to me means not just to be in one place in space, to be in one place, amen, in understanding, to be in one place, amen, in mentality, to be in one place in purpose, in vision. We can all have diverse vision, yet synchronized to that, you know, divine objective of God, amen, for the season. And that is how church has been built. That is how we built, amen, a coalition, a, a garrison, amen, of people who are called to intercede and to pray because we're dealing with prayer this morning and that's why i'm contextualizing this scripture amen based on prayer we want to pray but we cannot pray amen until we find ourselves in that one place can we all unite can we all come into agreement can we all come into that place of oneness in the spirit in the day of pentecost they were together and they came together they they they, they united themselves together in one place in one place, that position of one place, that position of coming together. All right, uh, uh, you know, I was sharing with a brother not too long ago about this new group that is coming up. All right, and I and I'm you know highlighting certain things. You know, talking about the nation of God. You know, the the the, the nation of God and the, the 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 nation of God's kingdom. I can't remember you know how they define that you know uh, group, but I, I, I'm highlighting certain things to this brother, and I'm saying that listen to this. Our oneness has to be first a, a thing of the spirit. If we cannot be united in the spirit, no matter how we come together. And that's why a lot of churches today are collapsing because it's about the bunch of people coming together. It's about crowd. It's about numbers coming together. All right? And that's why we can take advantage of the numbers. All right? When we see numbers, okay, we translate them to money. We translate them to tithes. We translate them to gifts. All right? We don't translate them to a power, to a force, amen, to advance the kingdom of God, to push for the agendas of God. And so I, I'm saying to this brother, look, I, I, we want to gather everybody together. Them, all right but let's be weary of what we're doing let's be careful let's let's think through of what we're doing all right i, I know god is not building a nation uh, god is not building some physical political nation god is building a man a movement by by for himself and by himself and through the spirit and that movement amen will unite the heart of people together such that everybody will find their place know their place amen and advance in light all right nobody trying to play you know play another person nobody coming with his own agenda 
agenda and trying to use other people to build their own thing. All right, let's not use the name kingdom to build another empire for ourselves and call it God. No, we are moving away from that. These are days of light. Nobody's in darkness again. These are days of light. The days of darkness are over. God is shining light upon our hearts, upon our lives. Amen. And God is giving us voice, and we are rising. We are moving into a new position of strength, a new position of understanding. So whenever somebody come and say, "Okay, there's a group, let's join," we've got to be able to look at things. On, amen. On, 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 you know, on. On the, on the understanding of what the Spirit of the Lord is doing. Let's not just look at things at, at, at face value. The fact that they call it kingdom, the fact that they call it God. I mean, most of the things that people are doing today to deceive people are being done in the name of God, are being done using the name of kingdom, using the name of Christ. Then the Bible says, amen, the enemy will come in the name of Jesus, in the name of Christ. Many will come in my name. They will not come in their own name. They will not come in their own you know, uh, identity, identity. No, they will come in the identity of Christ. So you've got to have sight. You've got to have sight to be able to see. And I'm not trying to be critical here. I'm just saying these are days that we need sight. You see, when we put things on a platform that allow people to join, that allow people to connect, amen, without any form of attachment, except that they are, except that their allegiance is to, is to the kingdom of God, then I tell you, we will be walking in unity. Because one of the things that we lack today in the body of Christ is the principle of unity. But I believe that unity must be done in the place of prayer. But in fact, that prayer itself, amen, must be done based on biblical truth. So somebody cannot say, come, let's pray together. You've got to understand what are the basis of our praying together? What is the basis of our unity in prayer? What will be, amen, the, 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 the end result of me joining force with you? You listening to me today, earlier. What will be, amen, the, 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 the melting point of our agreement in the place of prayer? That is important. So that you, you're not praying something else i'm praying something else all right we have different values we have different philosophy different ideologies then we say we're coming together to pray come on that prayer is not going to be answered because there has to be understanding there has to be understanding and understanding cannot come except that we are first taught the ways of god we understand amen the principles of god we understand divine doctrines we understand the doctrines of christ we understand the power and the place and the position of unity then we can pray when the day of pentecost came they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house. It came from heaven and filled the house. Yes, and filled the house. Father, we thank you. I'm just going to stop there. Because if I continue, I'll just continue to preach. But I really want us to pray in the next few minutes. All right? Father, so much we've said this morning. So much we have declared. So much has been proclaimed. But we believe you, God, for clarity and insights, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Oh, God. These are days, Father, that we are coming to you. And we're asking you to give us, oh, God, even that spirit, oh, Father, of Pentecost. We want to come to the place called the upper room, that place called elevated, that when men are gathering in Jerusalem, all right, doing their own thing, gathering unto men, gathering unto some religion and traditions uh, uh, and following the, the idea of the papacy, following the idea of the Roman Catholic order uh, in a day where the church is becoming more Roman Catholic and the Roman Catholic church have been They've been planning this. I read book years back how the Roman Catholic Church has been planning how they can infiltrate the Pentecostal Church, infiltrate the Charismatic Church. And we're seeing them happening today. Yes, we're seeing it. When the enemy wants to attack, he doesn't just attack or advert face value. He does his homework. It takes his time. I remember I used to say when the enemy wants to attack you, sometimes he can wait 
30 years. It can wait 30 years to plan to see that one that one attack makes the right impact. And we, these are things we, we should know because you have given us the spirit of the prophetic to be able to understand all right, timing and season and how to make impact. And so, Father, this day as you begin to awaken us, awaken our heart, awaken our minds, awaken our thoughts, oh God. Father, we come into you and we lay him down before you this morning and we say, Lord, renew us, oh God. Renew us. Revive us, oh God. Bring us to a new position of, of understanding. Bring us to a new position of clarity, Father. We say, Father, Lord, the sight we have is no longer good enough to take us further into that which you're doing in this new day. And so, Father, we've come to the pool of Salom. You've sent us to the pool of Salom and we have come to be washed, oh God. We want a brand new sight. We want our sight, oh God, to be renewed. Father, we declare, Lord, like Caleb, we've come, Lord, for our sight and our strength to be renewed. We said like like Moses, oh God, that yes, even as he presses further in you, he said, my sight has not grown dim. We say, Father, that our sight is not growing dim. We receive in the name of Jesus this day, oh God. Yes, Father, a washing and a cleansing. Father, renew us, re- re- rebirth us, oh God. Equip us afresh. We've come, oh God, to the place of oneness and agreement in the spirit, oh Father. Well, Lord, I said, church that you're building in this new day, Father. We say we are the tribe of your kingdom. And each of us, oh God, representing one order of the twelve order. Yes, Father, we declare. Let the tribe of Issachar begin to unite. Let the tribe of Naphtali begin to unite. The tribe of Dan, the tribe, oh God. <clears throat> Of, of, of Reuben begin to unite of Issachar oh God of, 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 of Levi oh God let the tribe oh God begin to unite in the name of Jesus the 12 tribes we pray Father this day oh God that they begin to come together and then we will all as one man army begin to advance towards that place of your counsel because we come together because you've got a purpose we come in together because you've got an objective oh Father so Father help us almighty to recognize the each grace that we carry help us to understand who we are individually help us to understand our prophetic voice corporately but yet uniquely oh god as individual father lord that somebody will not try to shut down my voice and i will not try to shut down somebody else's voice oh god that we all can come together 120 we're gathered in that upper room we see father the manifestation of pentecost and we're asking you this day oh god for pentecost oh god to be birthed once again in our spirit man we're asking oh god for pentecost it is the spirit, not the tradition. We're asking for the technology, oh God. We're asking for the understanding, oh God, not the tradition, oh God. Not that which men, oh God, as, as redu- men have reduced Pentecost to. Pentecost is the, is the concept you give to, to the church on how you move in the earth, on how you open new seasons. So we thank you, Lord, that we've come to a new advanced reality, oh God, of that which you're doing in terms of using the operations of Pentecost, oh God. Because Pentecost us, oh God, was the key that birthed the apostolica. And so we thank you in the name of Jesus, oh God, that we are people of insight and understanding. We are people of grace and we step into this new day. We step into this new order. We step into this new season. This day called the talk day. This day where, Lord, you are re-engineering your church. You are reconstructing your church. We come, Lord, and we sing Jesus' name. Build us for we are your church, oh God. Build us for we are your voice in the earth. Build 
build us for we are your ambassadors in the earth build us for we are your regents in the earth we are your representative and so we declare this day we will advance we will go forth uh, we will go forth oh god every man marching yes lord uh, corporately marching in their post and positioning in their post uh, going forth oh god to the place of confluence we thank you right now oh god that as we go lord uh, yes we proclaim in the name of jesus uh, that our back has become a desolate wilderness uh, but before us is like the garden of eden we advance into a new day into a new light into a new position of strength uh, i pray for my brethren watching me i ask oh god bring them to a new position of capacity and grace and wisdom sight and understanding enable them oh god empower them oh god in the name of jesus grant them oh god the grace and the eyes of an eagle grant them oh god yes the feet oh god manda of a deer to run in the name of jesus almighty god place upon them new strength to mount up with wings of an eagle in the name of jesus that nothing will be able to stop us in this new day i thank you oh god for the heart oh god yes lord of a lamb yet that roars like a lion give us oh god the face almighty god the complete face oh god of the cherubims allow us to move oh god in the wheel of your will oh god moving towards the place of your good pleasure i thank you that you're breaking barriers right now we war in the heavenlies and we proclaim and possess our possession in the name of jesus we say nothing will stop us nothing will hinder us we are the church of christ the church born of christ the firstborn church uh, bringing forth the third order of the spirit of christ into the earth uh, christ come we pray christ come we pray your kingdom come your will be done uh, as it is done in heaven let it be done in us and through us through our homes uh, make us oh god your vessel use our children oh god as the house of praise you say out of the mouth of babes and suckling you've ordained praise oh god baptize our children oh god that will carry this fire into the next generation with the spirit of kingdom heritage we pray in the name of jesus that they will not be captured by the spirit of the age our children will not be captured by babylon they will not be captured by the assyrians our children will not become slaves in egypt we declare this is the day of the movement of god we have come out and we've come into a day of the promise we have come and we have partaken oh god of the manna you have fed us oh god and as you have fed us we have nourished our children and our generation with the bread of heaven we thank you lord for your spirit right now that is doing a new thing is springing forth we know it and we've seen it and we embrace it oh god like the men of old we embrace this new thing from afar we call those things that be not as though they were we proclaim this day that the name of the lord god almighty the name of yahweh is upon our lips and our lips shall sing and declare yes of his praises we proclaim your name oh god upon the earth let the knowledge of your glory covers the earth as the water covers the spirit of the uh, cover covers this the, 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 the water lord we proclaim this morning oh god that you almighty god shall move in the land like a wild wind like a tornado you will sweep away that which does not belong to you in our life and through our light oh god through our life let your light come let your light come let your light shine in those dark areas oh god give us insight give us wisdom give us revelation the spirit of wisdom counsel knowledge and understanding that we will not judge things by what we see we will not judge by what we hear in our natural ears but lord with understanding and equity we will judge the righteous and the poor and the needy thank you spirit of god for every man every woman every person watching me today lord newness in their
their life I proclaim newness in their home I proclaim newness in their marriage I declare newness in their business I declare in the name of Jesus arise and shine for your light has come the glory of the Lord is risen upon you take your place this day be healed in the name of Jesus be free be delivered let the name of God continue to lead you and guide you be an example be a light to your community be a voice to your generation be a light to your community be a voice to your to your to your to your city in the name of Jesus Christ no power no power formed or fashion will be able to stop you you are unstoppable you will travel lighter you are invisible you will go forth in the power of the Lord in the might of the Lord father I thank you for this awakening of a church oh God awakening of a church awakening of a church awaken us in the name of Jesus awaken your church oh God into newness into new day into new position into new sight take your place in the name of Jesus rule and reign in life take your place in Jesus name let the mind of Christ be in you let the spirit of Christ guide you take your place right now don't give up don't give up don't give up another land don't give up another space come on begin to pray begin to take your place begin to take charge in the name of Jesus ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance the utmost part for your possession begin to possess in the name of Jesus Christ father thank you we possess the land we possess the nation we declare your kingdom come your glory your name your fame Lord is revealed we bless your name this day hallelujah Sibra Gayada Imbrano Sapayade. Yes, the wild wind of the Spirit of God. The wild wind of the Spirit of God. The wild wind of the Spirit of God into your space, into your life. You are going out this morning with Christ. You are an overcomer. You are a conqueror. Go forth, possess the land. Take your place. Do not come back. Do not come back without possessing. You are able. Come on. Go forth in the spirit of Caleb and Joshua. You are able. In the name of Jesus, you are able. You are able. You are able. Christ is with you. You are not alone. Christ is with you. Great is he that is in you. Greater is he than in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In the name of Jesus, I proclaim you blessed this morning. I proclaim the nation blessed. South Africa, you are blessed. Ah, we declare you are blessed, South Africa. You will yield for, you will prosper. You will bring forth. You will bring forth that which heaven has ordained you to bring forth. You are not alone. In this new day, in this season, in this day of the turning point, we pray pray and we declare peace upon your wall, O nation. Let your gate be rebuilt. Let your wall be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. This is your day. Take your place in your prophetic destiny and fulfill purpose. And so we pray for other nations. We pray for other continents. We pray, O Lord, for the name of the Lord God Almighty to be mighty upon the land. Father, we thank you for the wild wind. The wild wind of your spirit. Thank you for your spiritual tornado. Thank you for the flood of your spirit right now. Sweeping away everything that is flesh, that is carnal. Yes, Lord, we thank you right now. We bless your name. We give you glory for a brand new day. A brand new day. A brand new, a brand new season. A brand new day for you. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed with the blessings of heaven. Take your place in the heavens and bring down the blessings of God into your life. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, brethren. Thank you so very much this morning once again for being part of this broadcast. Please, 
share this links, share this message, you know, listen to them, put them, try to download them, put them on your, your iPad, whatever, you know, you, you, you listen with, amen. Just let this word continue to flow through your spirit. You see what you, what happens is when you continue to hear words like this, they build your spirit, man. They awaken you spiritually. It's not about what I'm saying, all right? You may not like the way I'm communicating. That's fine. But something happens, amen, in the spirit of the word that has been communicated, all right? I'm not the best orator, all right, okay? I mean, what you're seeing is a miracle. I mean, my life is a miracle in doing what I'm doing, all right? And I recognize that and I thank God for that. So you take the spirit of that which you have heard and and imprint them upon your own spirit man until until new life you want to see me as uh, um you know what do you call that thing you know that plug you use you know to to you know to to to, to jack you know you know uh, um a dead battery all right that, that's that's maybe that's my job amen i'm just there to you know to to jack your dead battery to bring that battery alive again oh come on the camera's moving in jesus name that's just what i'm doing all right so it's not it's not about me if, if i can fulfill that aspect if i can if i can encourage you amen to come to that place of prayer and and be awakening your spirit don't pray like me i don't want you to pray like me i just want to impart something to your spirit amen that you will find your own identity and find your own uniqueness and find your place in the earth because the earth is waiting for you the earth is waiting for you you carry something about christ that the earth is longing for that creation wants to see so thank you thank you thank you everyone thank you for joining me this morning have yourself a blessed wonderful day amen may this weekend may, may prosper you may 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 bring goodness into your life may you be blessed I just feel like blessing somebody this morning. May you be blessed. May you be blessed. May you know the blessings of God. May you know the blessings of his word. May you know the blessings. All right, there are blessings in this word. May they become a reality in your life. But open the word, amen, and begin to take delivery of every promise, amen. They are yours. Don't let the devil rob you of your inheritance. Amen. Don't let the devil rob you of your inheritance. Take your place and continue to go out there and proclaim who you are and declare who you are. You know, it took me close to 30 years plus declaring, proclaiming, you know, who I am in Christ Jesus. I remember season that I would look at myself in the mirror. I preach to myself. I tell myself who I am. All right. Don't settle for the for less. Don't settle for what the enemy wants you to reflect. Be what God has ordained you for. You are the righteousness of Christ. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. Greater is in you than he that is in the world. Go there and prosper. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thank you.